0: Hey guys, it's Scott Short here, Mason McDuffie Mortgage. My NMLS number is two two five nine nine eight. We'll get that other way up front. So we're back into Mister. Merrill Chandler's book called "The New F Word," not the one you're thinking of. It's still four letters, but it's fund or fundability, <laughs> fundable. I guess you want to call it. So let's roll into Chapter Eleven now, page ninety one. Chapter Eleven is called "Expose uh, Colon." Yeah, colon. I I call it colon. Not cancer. Sorry. <laughs> scores don't get high value approvals. Once again, scores do not, or don't get high value approvals. Let's roll into what he's saying here. I met borrowers all over the country who come to my completely per, come to me completely perplexed. Wow, completely perplexed. That's a that's a lot of words with p's as to why they have 800 FICO or 800 plus FICO scores or credit scores, because we don't call it FICO because it's just one bureau. So credit scores, and yet lenders won't raise their credit limit or approve them for even simple business loans or credit lines. Let's read in deeper. This situation begs the question, can you have great scores and still be unfundable? Absolutely. As you covered previously, the other fund, funding game, Players invest a lot of money and resources to provide us with free credit scores. Yet they don't use those scores as the primary approval metric. In fact, the opposite is true. Scores are often used to distract borrowers from the really big measured. Okay, let's keep rolling in. From our recent discovery, we have we know that credit scores do not equal fundability. So, I so if you have credit scores, do not determine. So, so if. Credit scores do not determine a fund a funding approval. What does? Let's take a look at the true indicators of fundability. So we're going to page 92. Top of 92 says the quality of a borrower profile. Remember that FICO measures approximately 40 borrower behaviors that make up the borrower's profile. So while I don't want to be too simplistic. Those 40 behaviors do, capital D-O, define the quality of your borrower profile. A well-designed, intentionally built borrower profile creates fundability, not your credit report or credit score. The right borrower profile ellipses mini score, And if you build the right borrower profile, the score will follow, in, in, in uh, parentheses, as will the funding approvals, exclamation point, close parentheses, and period. <laughs> Here is the essence of fundable borrower profile. First First, blitz. An optimized personal borrower identity, which he calls PBID, just those initials. So personal borrower identity is uh, optimized. So there we go. (laughs) Next one, an optimized revolving account portfolio, an optimized installment loan portfolio, accurate and consistent trade line reporting between bureaus, debt to income ratios, a profile that fits funding guidelines in these areas areas of derogatory listing, number of inquiries, quality of borrow profile and behaviors, utilization, utilization in, in, in parentheses, especially over 24 months look back period, close parentheses, available credit, uh, recent, recency of new accounts, presence of authorized users on your profile. So that's in the page 92, go to 93. So the top of 93 says, tale of the two Roberts, okay. Let's explore a couple of examples where borrowers with spectacular scores were completely unfundable and rejected by lenders as a result. Robert number one is a perfect example of borrowers with awesome, open quote, close quote, reading, misleading, uh, read, misleading, (laughs) Uh, scores and unfundable profile. Says great credit score, 844, 843, 850. So the lender 850 is the high, 843 is the low, and 844 is the middle, so we run with the middle score of 844 in this current, in this example. As at, uh, while he while his near pervy score 844 to 850 unweighted, remember when we talk about weighted, you know how it looks at stuff, right? would lead you to believe he could qualify uh, he could qualify for anything, the opposite was the case. The problem was that he had a consumer borrower profile. When, he, when we looked under the hood of his profile, his 850 score was based on one local credit union card, credit card with a $5,000 limit, a Lowe's retail credit card, a Best Buy retail credit card, and a Home Depot retail credit card. The insider secret here is the high credit score simply means you will likely get approved by lenders that are the same institution and instrument tier as they already are. Have While the profile score, if Robert No. 1 were applying for a credit card at, at the mall or retailer, he would likely be approved, the highest limits and the lowest rate. And this is uh, footnote number 75, says mall, uh, mall store and retail credit cards count heaviest against your fundability and score. So don't do the mall, mall cards, right? Let's, let's roll on. Page 94. It says peer lending. There is one question that is never asked until now. You, know, you you never know to ask it because you have been programmed to focus on achieving high scores instead of focusing on becoming fundable. Yeah, I would say, is Chase going to offer Robert or you a $50,000 line of credit based on your Home Depot reputation? Not a chance, exclamation point, boom. We will never, ever, 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 ever happen. Let me phrase that. It will never, ever, ever, ever happen. That's what I meant. <laughs> A high credit score, even 800 plus, simply means you will qualify for more accounts like you already have. So we are talking about credit cards, well, you qualify for credit cards, but does not equate over to mortgage loans or business loans, so they are different animals. So let's keep rolling on, ha ha ho ho, let's go. A high score score is only meaningful if it represents the optimized borrower profile and positive borrower behaviors related to a high value account. Otherwise, your score is relatively meaningless. But if your profile and behaviors demonstrate badassery, which is, I always say, jackassery, but badassery is a good word too, with high-value accounts, lenders will get in line to approve you for more accounts just then. Just, hang anyway, Approve you for more accounts just then. Okay. All I said, but we'll keep going. In fact, the most predictable, most, the more predictable your behaviors and profile the more approvals you will receive, and the higher the funding amounts you will be given. Footnote number seventy-six. FICO SBSS Liquid Credit Engine is designed to approve up to one million dollars in business credit using data from a funding application alone. Your personal and business profile have to be bulletproof to make it happen. I have credit. I have clients uh, who have been approved for unsecured business lines exceeding five hundred thousand. With no documentation required. Read that. Again, no financials, no tax returns, no income verification. Find out more at getfundablebootcamp.com. That's a paid advertisement from Miro Chandler because <laughs> you bought the book. Okay, rolling over page 95. Imagine 20,000 or 50,000 plus approvals from these dollars, uh, 50,000 plus, you know, more than 50,000, right? Uh, approvals uh, from multiple business lenders for trophy lines of credit, number 77 states for footnote. There are the trophies of all credit instruments and get one or more is proof you have mastered the funding game. Woo keep going. Or would you prefer large commercial loans, multiple real estate loans, or other funding approvals, question mark. Your imagination and your alignment with a simple fundability principles are your only limits. The good news is that you just it's just math, calculations based on behaviors completely under your control. I have said it before, but I cannot be, it cannot be overstated. Lenders lose money when they manually underwrite a loan. They design their AUS automated underwriting system to save money, reduce fraud, and increase their profits from approving higher funding amounts. Because you know the underwriter don't want to sign their name on it. They want the computer to sign his name. because uh-huh. you know, can't fire a computer, fire a person. That's about two cents. Go on. Uh, their, their AUS is designed to recognize fundable profiles and behaviors. It is designed to approve, approve a borrower for funding amounts equal to the software confidence in that borrower. The software is my computer. The higher the confidence, the higher the approval. Authorized users, they don't live up to the hype. Let's look at another client who came to me because he felt he was unjustly denied by a lender. Well, okay, keep going. The truth was he got kicked into manual underwrite and his credit line limit was reduced by 80%. Yuch! But he didn't know why. Robert, too, had a very respectable score of 780 to 793, unweighted. When he applied for the business line of credit, Wells Fargo approved him for $50,000 in automatic underwriting with a conditional approval, number 78, states, and footnote lender speak in this file needing manual review, manual underwriting. No bueno. Manual underwriting is kind of a pain in the butt. Okay. keep going. So when the underwriters put him through their rigorous procedures, they found that Robert number two was actually an authorized user on his father's 50,000 J credit card. Mm-hmm. The plot thickens. They immediately reduced his approval from fifty thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars. Robert who was not very happy because Merrill said he was pissed. P i s s e d. Period. Let's do a very simple exercise to replicate the analysis of the AUS performed with Robert number one's data points. For number seventy nine, the analysis is not the only evalu- valuation used to detect authorized users. Okay, you one. His data, let's see. So here's a go. So his date of birth on the application made him 24 when he applied. The Chase credit card on his profile was 20 years old. Okay, uh, he couldn't uh, be the owner of an account of, at the age of four, therefore, he wasn't the owner of the account. Therefore, he must be an authorized user. Therefore, his approval was based only on accounts he did own. Well, far fire reduced his credit line to ten thousand dollars. That's why I said 80 of 50. Woo-hoo. Well, I should say that they. I'm to 20%, right? <laughs> 80% was erased. Okay, just like you will never get approved for loans and lines of credit based on your score, you'll never, ever be approved for funding based on somebody else's payment reputation because you didn't do it. So you don't show responsibility. Keep going forward. Some would argue that being an authorized user will help your score. It may help raise your score enough to get your retail card, which will harm your profile because of how they work, because retail credit cards are are, are, are the money's taken in by somebody else, which may not have a good name in the system, and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> not good. Stay away. Avoid. Okay, uh, close parentheses, but even then, it is artificial problem. Robert, number two, has a high score as a result of his dad's reputation, but he could not qualify for the 3000 approved based on his metrics. Okay, more importantly, th- his ar- this argument relies on assuming that a high score is beneficial on its own, and it is not, exclamation point, after not. And everything's in bold, so he means he's kind of yelling about that. Meaning really narrow, Merrow, sorry, not narrow. <laughs> Being an authorized user is completely worthless to your fundability and will actually downgrade your profile quality and any point, uh, or any point increase, you will get from piggybacking on someone else's account is only worth 40% of what the owner of the account gets. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. This fact was stated clearly by FICO in our meeting with them. According to NoCard from the source, I like it. But while authorized users may appear to get a, a, a small bump in their scores, they will take the same point hit against their score that the owner does if the count goes delinquent. You, you read says no, sorry. Yes, comma you read that correctly. Let's read it again. But an author, authorized user may appear to be to get a small bump in their score, but will take the same point hit against their score that the owner does if the count becomes delinquent. So meaning, the person you're on card with, if they mess up, woo-hoo, or, their score, or their or their count gets hot too out of bounds, that hits your score. So you know, most times it's a good idea to get rid of them off your, you know, get get off their uh, authorized signing uh, account with that party because hopefully you already established credit yourself. Let's go for it. That's me talking. So let's keep going forward. Uh, if the owner of the account is delinquent on the payment or account goes collection, is a charge-off authorized user, takes the full negative impact of the account delinquency, right along with the owner of the account, and both profiles will be the same corresponding hit against their scores. The fundability of both will be ruined. That's R U I N E D, period. When I teach about the man line, man line, this landmine in my boot camp, some people push back and say that, that this policy isn't fair. According to Hope, we'll keep going. Think of this way the lender does, doesn't know who made the changes, the charges on the account. So every user on the account will be penalized for any negative behavior related to the account. I got you as we finish up chapter 11 but since the owner of the only so since the owner is the only party responsible sign the line for making payments on the account only the owner will be get full points for any positive behavior related to the account since your findability is the direct result of the quality of your borrower profile and your borrower behaviors i will i will spend the rest of the book revealing the inside insider secret that you will help you Implement the key metrics to improve both. Because they are so important to the approvals, let's now take a deeper look into FICO 40, the very behaviors that FICO and the lenders are measuring. That's in chapter 11 and page 98. Next time we talk, it's going to be chapter 12 and 12. 12 11. <laughs> I can 12 and 11 is one thing, right? Chapter 12 revealed borrower's behaviors to play like a pro, not like a chump. That's my words. I said chumbo. So I'm closing the book here, putting the mark in. So next time I come back, we're in chapter 12. That's going to be page 99, people. Doing good. Keep on here. Uh, Let me know if you have any questions. All right. Thanks. Bye.